Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead and tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. Another episode of Heart Factor. It is Thursday, July 18th, and the show is going to be a little bit different today. We're going to go through a quick news buffet of insane headlines. It's me, Pat, and Wes today on the show, so we have a crazy lineup. It's Yeah, there's a new video game coming out uh, about cats that Mark got real excited about, so he's not on the show today because he's researching that video game. It's an open <laughs> world game where cats, you play as a cat. It's POV. Yeah, he's really excited. POC. <laughs> He's do- dove into that one. He All lives right. that video game every day at his house. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the news buffet, we're going to take it to an interview with DC Insider and social media strategist Shoshana Weissman. So that's a good one. Stick around for that. Okay, let's get it going. Daily news. That baby juicy taste. Oh, yeah. First story of the news buffet. On Wednesday, the U.S. government had a failed articles of impeachment proposition in Congress. So basically, uh, Representative Al Green from Texas a Democrat, he introduced articles of impeachment for Trump based on the uh, racist tweets, and uh, it it got tabled, meaning that it didn't it didn't pass. Um, so or I don't know if it, I don't know what the nomenclature is. It didn't pass. Uh, yeah, it got anyways. shot down. It seemed it seemed half assed to be honest with you. What's it, nomenclature? Uh, like the wording, the you know, like the jargon. The yeah. jargon Jesus whatever. Christ, Wes. Sorry. Wes is yeah. back from vacation. He's forgetting <laughs> words. Uh, you know, I, I think I think it was kind of a it, it was it was not a, a well timed deal because yesterday, no, right? Yesterday they did the, the the vote on whether or not his his comments were racist. Clearly, to build a case for impeachment, and then Al Green today is like dropping the impeachment. And a right. lot of a lot of the Dems were not happy about that, probably because of the way that it was approached. Also, Pelosi was like. Yeah. Wait. Oh, they're in shambles. They're yeah. they're 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 totally not agreeing with each other. It's terrible. Like they had a, this opportunity to make a positive thing, and then they just all disagreed with each other. Um, uh, so they're they're not really taking advantage of the situation. But President Trump is uh, taking advantage in a different way. He stirred up the old story about Elon Omar allegedly marrying her brother to avoid immigration restrictions before hopping on a flight to a MAGA rally, at which the crowd was chanting, "Send her back." You know, while like while Trump was uh, sitting there doing like the face, you know, when he de- when the crowd chants like what, the, what state the, was that in? That's in North that was Carolina. In North Carolina. Uh-huh. That's a whole new level of bullshit. It's, it's like one thing to say it. But then like when a crowd is chanting, it, you're you're the teacher in the classroom. You need right. to be like, all right, guys. Well, I mean, I mean, the, the deal is here is we've got a full on race war on our hands with two very willing participants. President Trump and Elon Omar are down to ride on this race war. So what do we what will what do you know about the brother marrying uh, conspiracy? OK, OK. I looked it up and there's a lot of articles that debunked it back in 2016. But recently in Minnesota, the Minnesota Star had an article that talked about how the addresses are real fishy with her, with her current husband and then the other 
uh, estranged husband who you know allegedly is not not a relative of hers in any way but she was only married for to him for two years and that yeah so Sim- it's it's a fishy it's a weird weird Sim- timeline similar ears and noses is maybe? it like brother in the term of islam though I have no idea. It, it, there, it's very alleged. This, but there is a new article out there now that's like you know bringing it back up. I think that's why Trump stirred it back up, and then obviously that got the crowd going, and they started chanting, uh, "Send her back," which is definitely not a good thing. So it's all embarrassing mm. for Americans overall, I think. But uh, you know, we got we got a politically um, enabled race war on our hands, I guess. My uh, my girlfriend bought a uh, shirt. When we were in, on vacation, that says uh, it was a shirt that says on the top line, "Sorry for our president," and then below that is it like twenty different languages that say the exact same thing. <laughs> oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> well, if you've traveled abroad in the last three years, you know. All right. Anyway, look. So Wes, sh- Wes is rocking an American flag tee, like with his arm around her. He's <laughs> just a patriot, man. He's just a patriot. Now that sent her back. Shit's fucked up. But yeah, all right. Is. Anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll post some clips on the instas. I'm sure. Uh, so a video dropped yesterday that was really interesting. So in 1992, NBC did a uh, a profile on Mar- Mar-a-Lago and Donald Trump in Mar-a-Lago. So this video is 92 Trump with all the Buffalo Bills cheerleaders. Who, by mm. the way, I don't know why this is, but when I look at women from from 1992 even though like obviously they're probably really attractive something about the haircuts and the clothes i'm just You're like telling me you look at a picture of cindy crawford from 92 different, and it doesn't, doesn't do it for you very different well it's like it's like kind of like going like, back for like the 60s where they're a little more full-bodied maybe right, but i'm talking about like I'm talk- it's like the women on seinfeld like you look at the women on seinfeld and you're like i'm sure that these women were objectively hot in the 90s but for yeah, whatever I mean, people reason were obsessed with the lane Back in back then, I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. So the video is this: it's uh, it's it's a profile on Trump at Mar-a-Lago, and guess who shows up? Guess who, guess who comes over conveniently? I got to guess. Who is it? It's old old Jeff. Yeah, old, old Epstein. Jeff Epstein old pops Jeff. in. A young Jeff Epstein uh, pops in, says what's up to Trump, and then him and Trump just kind of hang out at the bar and gawk at these ladies and yeah, trade notes. They're yeah. like slapping each other in the chest and shit. So yeah. like we would do. Kinda. Well, in, in like yeah. a way more misogynistic, Ex- shitty way. Except oh, Epstein. really? We wouldn't be misogynistic, like uh, grading uh, cheerleaders. Sure, on, sure, but Wes, but, but Epstein is also a rapist, and he was I wearing a denim. That, he was de- wearing a denim shirt. I get that. So. But doesn't, doesn't None of us would have worn a denim shirt. That's it doesn't for matter sure. doesn't serve from the fact that we would have been like, well, <laughs> she's hot. Or she's hotter. She's hot. Wes, she's hotter. We would have done it in a way where I'd have been like, hey, maybe you got a shot at that mm-hmm. one, and then right. like, wouldn't have been like, I'm going to drug that one and rape her later, which is probably. Don't what Epstein me there, may but... have been saying. Allegedly. Anyway, it doesn't look good. There's some stuff on the tape. You can, all you can really make out is Trump <laughs> saying she's hot right there. It's the whole thing's creepy all around. Uh, <laughs> but what's really interesting later is that it's a is locker that, room talk is it was, that yes. it was a locker room talk. Yes. Sex. Yes. So, so here's the one thing I was thinking. So Trump came out and saying, like, I was never a fan of the guy. Trump's definitely trying to distance himself from the guy. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, there's some some information came out that Epstein and his uh, his his fixer, the woman that he had that would predatorize women and bring them in. They wrote on Trump's plane a bunch. So, like, I think Trump might be bullshitting, but at the same point, I also don't think a lot of people understand what it's like to be a guy like Trump where you're, like, you're a gregarious uh, deal yeah. maker. So, like, you might have I, a I fake relationship. He got rid of him after he found out that yes. how bad he was, the yeah, extent you, of how bad he was. Yeah, when you're running high circles, you run around people that you don't know what their proclivities are behind the scenes, and sometimes they're pieces of shit. Well, the point is, you definitely... What, what I can take away from this is you had two creepers... Uh, creeping in 92. That's about that's about the takeaway there. Uh, creeping on 
commenting on cheerleaders. I don't on, know. on buff on NFL cheerleaders. All legal age story. All legal age. It's a different story. Listen, Epstein's a piece of shit. Don't pin me there, but come on, they're cheerleaders. They're on an NFL team. Anyway, all right. Moving on. Taking it back to the Philippines for a little visit with our buddy uh, President Rodrigo Duterte. Never not fun to say. Yeah, Duterte. Duterte. Uh, Turns out he's getting on board with the uh, Me Too movement, or actually just the women's equal rights uh, movement. And a new act is passed banning uh, sexual harassment called the Safe Spaces Act. Um, They just did this? Uh, well, he, it passed in February, I think, but it's just or April, and it's just now being. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm saying like 2019 is now. Yes. Se- yeah. Now it's illegal to sexually harass <laughs> yeah. people. In the yeah. Very progressive. <laughs> There's no safe spaces in the Philippines. That's an ironic. Thing. Yeah. So Duterte claims he'll be the first to adhere to it as the president, uh, and the, the act puts a ban on uh, logically harassing things such as uh, groping, uh, catcalling, sexual slurs, making sexual advances in public, uh, stalking, hmm. and something called wolf whistling. Which is I, I'm whistling. out just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh baby <laughs> which yeah. is different than a cat call very which is, is it which is say girl say, say. <laughs> that's a cat <laughs> <laughs> like hey baby uh, so all the fun stuff just kidding um, all the stuff which of course should be not allowed in a society uh, this comes after some past statements that the torte has made such as joking that he would give his soldiers orders to shoot rebel uh, female soldiers right in the vagina. Um, oh. It's like yeah. the French with eyes. Yeah. Um, and the right. joke after a 1989 rape of an Australian missionary in his hometown in which he said, quote, I was angry. She raped. She was raped. Yes, that was one thing. But she was so beautiful. I think the mayor should have oh. been first. Oh, man. Yeah. He was calling for prima nocta. And, uh, what is the, that? The, yeah, what's prima that's nocta? the Scottish thing where the, the, the Lord could fuck your bride. Oh, at the start of uh, Braveheart was that's where it's good uh-huh. to be king came from. Duarte yeah, yeah. sounds like he should be hanging with Epstein. Yeah. So. Oh. Oh yeah. Well, his spokesman said that these jokes were all in good fun and meant to entertain the good people of the Philippines. Um, so, the, you know, the new law states, "quote It is the policy of the state to value the dignity of every human person and guarantee full respect for human rights." So uh, Duterte is not going to be allowed to bring women on stage to forcefully kiss them to prove he's not a homosexual anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now, what happened with that? Did he came out as gay or what? what? No, he uh, said he used to be, yeah, but he, he used, used to be gay. gay. But he, he used cured to be himself. gay. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he was he cured. Cured, cured himself. All right. So uh, remember when you're. Social media feed just became a barrage of people with pictures of themselves as old people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah, hilarious. It was like, oh yeah, it was like a day ago. So I tried to look remember. exactly like my dad, but worse. Did you post it? No, yeah, of course thank not. God. No. Yeah, I didn't post mine either. I look like I look like a what's what's the name? Uh, the, a dwarf today, but I look even more like a dwarf when I'm older. It's a so. well done app, though. It really yeah, like it, no, it's a, the, yeah. the quality is is off the charts. If you go uh, pro, it's really great. Right. But the reason the quality is off the charts is that uh, turns out that cool face app uh, is actually a Russian-owned app with very demanding access rights to your phone. So it mm. can see all of your photos, all of your contacts, and other vital information, even when the app is not in use. So yeah. I Genius. Clicked, I clicked yes to all those things. Yes. You just want uh, your picture. As, you want your old picture. That's what I we wanted. We all did. We all did. We I all got duped. Um, and, uh, but I guess we're not supposed to worry because the owner of the app told TechCrunch that, quote, even though the core R&D team is in Russia, user data is not transferred to Russia, which I can only assume he said while cracking up and taking vodka shots <laughs> while staring at his Russian of the Year plaque from the mm. KGB. Yeah, just watching like, ruples get transferred into his bank <laughs> your account. Your shit is definitely in Russia now. <laughs> All of ours is. Get some bot faces going. Yeah. If guns could have sex, you know what they'd have sex with? Holsters. 
That's an insertion joke in case you missed it. But seriously, if you own a gun, do the responsible thing and get that gun laid and buy it the hottest piece of ass money can buy. And that would be a sexy holster by We The People Holsters. We The People Holsters offers custom-made holsters all produced in the USA. They design their own holsters in-house, which means they don't use any third-party molds for their holsters. Instead, they design every unique mold in Las Vegas in order to best fit each and every firearm perfectly. They consistently update designs, adding new designs every month, which lets them stay up to date on the newest models that come out. Every holster has an adjustable retention, which is signaled with a click sound. This lets you know the firearm is securely and happily in place. If you ever want more tension, you can just tighten one screw and you're done. Custom printed designs in-house, thin blue line, thin red line, constitution, camo, an American flag, anything you want. And more coming out each month. We the People holsters started just 37 bucks a piece. Every holster comes with a lifetime guarantee. Every holster ships free. If it's not perfect, send it back for a refund. Right now, listeners of the Hard Factor show can go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and enter promo code FACTOR at checkout to get $10 off their first holster. That's as low as 37 bucks, and shipping is free with an additional $10 off using my promo code. Again, that's wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and promo code FACTOR at checkout for $10 off. All right, Pat, you're up. Oh, well, there's some other tech news, but yeah, okay, cool. Oh, shit, you're right. In other tech news... Good news for paralyzed people. Elon Musk is figuring out how to put a chip in your brain to link your phone to your brain so you can finally scroll Pornhub without hands. Which I'm excited about because, yeah, well, you guys know. It's right. hard. It's hard. when you get If you're involving lotion, it's hard. <laughs> so just anywhere you can scroll through Pornhub without anyone knowing about it. No, right, you, but it's you four paraplegics like, at first, but, you know, right. eventually it's going to make it to men. Wes hasn't that's even that's thought about linking to the neural net. He doesn't understand it yet. No, I do. You get it? I get it. You but get I think it? it's a waste to do it on paraplegics. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? They're the people who need it the most. Why? They can't, they can't jerk off, right? Yeah, but they got it. They can control. They can go do a computer at least. They can oh, read I'm, I'm shit on the internet. I'm, I'm thinking the simple jerk off. Will was, <laughs> Will was making a joke about Pornhub. It's not about masturbation, Wes. Right. Well, the, you got me at Pornhub. Sorry. It's for their, their ability to use the internet at all. My mind just went to a guy with no no ability of his arms looking at Pornhub. <laughs> and then you got an erection. Governor Ricardo Rossello of Puerto Rico is in big trouble, boys. Thousands of Puerto Ricans rallied at the U.S. Commonwealth Capitol yesterday calling for uh, Ricky's resignation in the wake of a corruption investigation after 889 pages of private chat between the governor, his officials, and his associates were leaked. So bunch of a uh, bunch of chat he didn't want out there uh the people were joined by a number of celebrities including uh ricky martin bad bunny the reggaeton star and benicio del toro bad bunny huh yeah the comments in the leaked documents are being called homophobic misogynistic and also made light of some of the deaths the island suffered at the hands of the hurricane which is sad. oh god he was making fun of people who died in the hurricane it was bad he's mm. making light. one of the cringier quotes was uh now that we are on the subject don't we have some cadavers to feed to to our crows. He Whoa. said that? He said that. That's oh, a yeah. fucking Jesus. mayor of Puerto Rico? The governor. That's yeah, but my favorite, my favorite was a quote about international pop sensation Ricky Martin, where he said, nothing says patriarchal oppression like Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin is such a male chauvinist that he fucks men because women don't measure up. Pure patriarchy. Oh. And, and see, what I love about that is oh. that's just a couple this of dudes. Intense. They're oh. just doing their best to make sense of something they don't understand, which is homosexuality. And that's a real weird take. It's a brand new take for me. I've never heard a take like that. Well, I mean, it is the most alpha thing, right? What? To like, fuck another man? 
Right, I guess. Like, is, is no, that it's the most not. Alpha no, I think it's. Point? I think it's not the most it's alpha. Pretty thing. alpha. <laughs> it's pretty alpha, Wes. <laughs> Gonna go with no on that one. Come here. <laughs> Let me show you my dominance. On top of the shitty comments, it appears that Ricky, not Martin, but the governor, has been misappropriating hurricane relief funds. So, uh, win one for Donald Trump for predicting that. But yeah. All right. Damn, All right. That's yeah. crazy. Moving on. And, and a shocking result: El Chapo is going to jail for life, as we all expected. Um, so back in February, as we covered, he was found guilty of uh, 10 charges, including drug trafficking and money laundering, as well as probably ordering the deaths of hundreds of people, some buried alive and oh, yeah. drugging and raping many young girls. Yeah. All around bad guy. It's a real yeah. common theme in the news these days. Yeah. So the former head of the Sinaloa cartel, uh, who has previously escaped jail and will likely attempt to do so again, will be locked behind, quote, tons of steel, according to the prosecutors, at a Colorado prison uh, or not a Colorado prison. Colorado prison, wink, wink, um, and will have to forfeit over $12 billion he earned through drug trafficking and Damn. other entrepreneurial adventures. Good luck getting him to forfeit that. Like, yeah. what, are, what are you going to do? Yeah. He, he's in fucking jail. Yeah, where is it? What are you going to do? Also, he's going to escape, probably. Oh, 100% he's going to escape, probably. He's escaped every other jail he's been in, right? He's like a superhero with like a, with like a squad of superhero men. With mini- a shovel. He's yeah, like he- a... Sh- He's like John. He's like, uh, is he Mexican? Mexican John Henry. Didn't, yeah, exactly. he, didn't he do like the he beat the, the train? Yeah, he through, the I believe machine? through Colorado, maybe, too. So yeah. nice. Yeah. So <laughs> so El Chapo has claimed the conditions he has been held um, in under the U.S. equates to torture, probably not as bad as some of the torture he had uh, ordered on his rivals. And his lawyers say they will appeal the decision. Uh, the jurors of the trial convicted him unanimously and were escorted from the courthouse by armed marshals and will likely never sleep soundly again. No way they're ever turning a car on again. That's for damn sure. No, no. He took that privilege away from them. They need some Ambien real bad. Yeah. All right, let's take it over to the interview with Shoshana Weissman. So welcome to the show. Noted DC insider and social media strategist Shoshana Weissman. Thanks for joining us, Shoshana. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on. And since that was probably a very shitty introduction of what you actually do, can you tell us a little bit about where you're from and what you do uh, for a living? Yeah, I mean, admittedly, it was pretty shitty. But um, <laughs> so I manage digital media for the R Street Institute in Washington, D.C. We're a free market think tank. So I'm a, also a fellow there and I work mainly on regulatory policy um, and basically like whatever I want to do there chill with as long as I do it well. For me personally, it's, it's all about like not having regulations get between people and important stuff. So uh, I have a pretty great job. Yeah, I hate regulations, Shoshana. Not a fan. So I'm glad that you're kicking regulations in the teeth, getting them out of the way. That's not where I'm kicking them. Where are you kicking them? In the Jennies? You're talking about the Jennies, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, the family jewels. I think we're on the (laughs) same page. Uh, Well, real quick, uh, what is a think tank? Um, so we just think all day. We just sit around and think. Do you guys smoke dope? It seems like a think tank would be really, really effective Yeah. if you were getting high. You know, I suspect some of my colleagues do, but they don't apparently, to my knowledge at least. Um, a recent study found that uh, D.C. has the highest percentage of psychopaths, and you sound like somebody who'd be well qualified to judge that study. Any truth to that? I mean, I resemble that remark. So, um, so I'd have to agree. Um, but I also don't think it, um, it, it, uh, the study takes into account idiots. And I think sometimes we assume malice where the real cause is stupidity. So I, I just like to look a little more into that study. Hey, Shoshana, can we get into what happened in DC today? 
I would love your oh, take. Thing? Okay, so what happened to DC today? There was a uh, a vote put forward to right. potentially so the impeach the president, right? So, yeah, Congress failed. They tabled the uh, articles of impeachment, and then uh, it, the day ended with a MAGA rally in North Carolina where all the people were chanting, send her back after Trump uh, brought up that Elon Omar was married to her brother, rumor earlier in the day. Yeah, like uh, D.C. sucks sometimes, even with the impeachment stuff. Like if they want to go for it, like logistically, they just need a better way to do it and not this like half ass like, oh, we're going to impeach him. Oh, I guess not. Like we're not going to do that anymore. And also like maybe like I'm not super down with telling immigrants to to go back where they came from like that's not a good thing yeah um yeah i I would mark that as bad well on on that note let me ask you a question as a dc insider so uh we had a theory right when that trump tweet came out telling the the squad essentially to go back where they came from that that was a uh that was a that was essentially a bait or a thirst trap to uh kind of engage the white nationalist base and it was more of a campaign tactic than anything else what's your take on it i mean it was definitely a thirst trap of some sort and i like that you're using it in this context because i think thirst trap is an underrated term um that i've been trying to use more in wrong context but um <laughs> you gotta introduce yeah, it I, to the political world you know you gotta get in there yeah oh yeah with with uh with his tweet i kind of feel like it was just to get the outrage cycle going like, I, I, I get the idea of why people think it would it, it's for the white supremacists, and it may be, but, like, I kind of think that this is more just to get the focus on the... I know it sounds weird, but, like, the focus on this narrative itself, where then you have, like, the progressives coming out, and then Pelosi is like, hey, let's not say anything, because this actually works better if we're a little quieter, and then the, the squad doesn't listen, and, like, right. it kind of for some reason that I still can't figure out benefits Trump. Like, I honestly, I'm in D.C. and I have no fucking idea what's going on. Well, it's because you're in D.C. that you don't get why it benefits Trump. It benefits Trump in the heartland, I think. I feel like, outside of cities. Um, uh, But do you think, I follow up to that, do you think that if the shoe was on the other foot, like, say there was an extremely progressive liberal as the president, do you think the Democrats would play team ball as well as the Republicans do to put up with a leader that a lot of them may despise? I do. It's really unfortunate, but there's, you know, politics really is a team sport and it shouldn't be because it should be about good ideas and like honest agreements. And I understand like sometimes allegiances need to be made and stuff like that. But I I think when you, when it comes down to it, like people just defend their own team. Um, and it doesn't matter if, if stuff is true or if there's logic, but people just kind of stick together. And for me, that sucks. And it's why I work in policy now. But is the vibe in D.C. that I mean, that Trump is not on the Republicans team? Like, it seems to me that like so many of them are just they must think he's just such a clown because he's such an outsider. And he's going rogue a little bit. I don't know. I mean, people kind of just roll with it, especially because he's president. So they have to be on on his good side. So, like, you always hear these stories of people talking behind the scenes where they can't stand stuff. But I think a lot of people just kind of want to get the best policies out of him that you can, which makes sense. Um, So they kind of keep quiet and like go that way. But, you know, you have to remember that a lot of staff in Congress are just really young. They're even younger than I am. And I'm pretty young. Um, And they're kind of like trying to figure out what's going on, too, and just accepting that Trump's president and like, okay, so assuming that what can we get done now? Because I don't know why things are happening. So I think that there's there's a lot of just misunderstanding and not really knowing what's going so, on so you're all just, as you're all as scared and confused as everybody else in dc you're just oh you're, yeah you're just like holding on by the seat of your pants uh gun to your head is trump going to be the president in 2020 
Yeah, I mean, you know, when he goes up against Marion Will- Williamson, like, that's just going <laughs> to, like, oof, he's going to Who do win. you really think is going to be the damn candidate? I don't know. I mean, honestly, in, in my view, and I might be wrong because I've been wrong a million times about all this, but I think it, it, it should be Biden, but I could see it being, like, Beto. Like, I really could. What? I know he's really? going low now. I really think it could be Beto. You think he's going to, uh, like, rip out a sweet skateboard trick and just turn it all around? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the kind of weird where it's going to just keep going and eventually people are going to be cool with it. Like, that's how got, Trump got elected. He was just really weird. And that's then everyone's like, I'm OK. You know, you know, we're an up and coming, you know, uh, political uh, news podcast. And you being a social media guru, any tips for uh, for us to how to get those, you know, the sweet clicks? Um, well, I get clicks because I'm super weird and like have embraced it fully. So I highly recommend that to people who are able to just like be unapologetically yourself to the point where people are like, what the fuck are they doing? And then they just kind of accept it. It's like the Trump theory. Like I love sloth and I love regulatory reform and I dye my hair rainbow. And at some point everyone was just like, this is yeah. cool. Like, but the, the more like you just kind of tweet whatever the fuck is on your mind, the more people like it. Right. But if Wes did that, he would be arrested. So, yeah, so I, I have to be very yeah. quiet as I have been, and um, you know, nervously <laughs> through this whole thing to not say the wrong thing. So I can't do that. Yeah. But that's a great tip. Yeah. Sh- Shoshana, have you ever been near Mitch McConnell's neck? How close have you gotten yeah. to it? So I have a picture with him. I um I actually sewed a shirt. Was it a turtleneck? And I designed a Mitch McConnell fabric and I sewed it into a shirt and then I got a picture with him while I was wearing that shirt. What's what's the take on Mitch in, in DC? It it seems like he's uh pure evil or he's like he's crafted from evil. But but what what how do they feel in DC? You know, he he's a strategic guy. It, it's actually worth reading his memoir. I think that people would understand him a lot better. He's a really interesting guy with a lot of character. And I disagree with a, a fair chunk of what he does. But I just find the guy so fascinating. And when I agree, I agree wholeheartedly. He wins. But like, you know, he wins. That's the oh, thing. He, he's very strategic. He's like he's very calculated. Everything he does, he does for a reason. Even when you, uh, you know, you talk to him, he'll say maybe two words. But those two words mean a lot. Does he have a good sense of humor? Like. Like would he would he like maybe show up at the White House during the turkey pardoning and and like dress up like a turkey? Would he do that? You think? Because that's a joke that I would write for Mitch that I think would be good for him. <laughs> turkey turtle, he can kind of go in yeah. bullseye on his face. I don't think he would, but I think he would do something <laughs> close. Because when I met him, um, I walked in to say hi, and the first thing he says is. So I hear you also like turtles and I lose my shit. He has the best fucking sense of humor. He gives no fucks. And like oh, wow. his team knows that it's fucking hilarious. Well, when he takes pictures with weed. Yeah, he's got to I mean, he's got to have a sense of humor because his team embraced the cocaine Mitch thing. It's funny because like, you know, he he seems to have the demeanor of like George Will. But then he's like he he's like fucking cool with being cocaine Mitch and he embraces it and loves it. Like I kind of appreciate the hell out of that. Hey, I got one more question for you. Just to, you know, being in the inner circle talking around town, how close are we to legalized uh, marijuana federally? Hmm. I like I don't know this issue super well on the federal level, but like everyone is chill with it. Like everyone in Congress smokes. Like mm-hmm. everyone in DC is smoking. Like mm-hmm. well, it's legal I in the city. I'm, it's legal in DC. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's like, but I, I don't get how it's still illegal. It's it's to the point where like, it's an open secret that literally everyone in DC smokes weed. I don't know how it's not legalized yet. So I can't think it's that far off. Like, I wouldn't be surprised within five years if we get there. Oh, 
That would be fucking need it. Need it. Shoshana, thank you so much for joining the show. Everybody go and follow at Senator Shoshana on Twitter. She's got some great shit on there and is definitely smarter than us when it comes to being a DC insider. Thank you, Shoshana. Thanks for having me. Okay, that interview is brought to you by Rough and Rowdy 9 this Friday night, July 19th in North Carolina. It's the red, white, and bruised edition. Make sure to go get your Barstool Gold account to watch some true patriots slug each other in the face all night long. And that does it for Hard Factor today. As always, thank you for listening. Follow at Hard Factor News on Twitter and Instagram. And most importantly, have yourself a great fucking day. Touchdown! The Bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the Bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say you will. Shout it right now, baby. Say you will. Come on, come on. Say you will. Come on and shout. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Okay, guys.